How's it going? Welcome to A Love We're Dying For podcast, where we're finding hope in our marriages verse by verse. This is Joseph. And Janelle Banks. I hope you've been having a great week so far. We are continuing in our month of speaking about sacrifices, and we're almost to the end of the month. And last week we talked about all the sacrifices we make for our marriages and for our families in vain. And this one kind of extends from that and it's dealing mostly about the husbands and the wives and looking at the sacrifices that we make individually and collectively in our in our marriage and looking at you know who sacrifices more or is that even necessary to be pointing out or wondering if if one is sacrificing more than another and we know in our culture we have people who get divorced and 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 who um, take a, who who separate because there's some issue going on when it deals with someone doing more than the other and then when they start arguing and fussing and say well I've done this or this or I've done this and I've done this so that's kind of I look at that you know should one do more in the sacrificing for their family than another one um, do you you know Think about that. Do you say, well, I sacrificed this for the marriage or this person, well, I sacrificed this for the family. Is this something we should actually be thinking about or talking about? Um, What do you think, Gina? What are some of the things when it comes to our marriages? Should we be looking at our our sacrifice goals and looking at, hey, I'm doing this and this other person, I'm doing this. And how does that, you know hurt or harm or make better the marriage you know what are your thoughts about just sacrificing in general husbands and wives okay well you just threw out a whole lot to me right there but <laughs> just thinking about sacrifice and I guess from a personal level I would say you do think about times where maybe I'm doing more than the other And I say that because there are times where people may feel overwhelmed in a relationship as far as the things that they're doing. And that I think causes people to um, examine, evaluate, um, maybe even compare themselves to each other. And I think that's something we kind of do anyway as people we, we do make evaluations, we do make examinations of ourselves, others, and we do make comparisons. I, I just kind of thinking of parents, a lot of times we may compare siblings to each other, or sometimes people may compare one child um, to a child in another family, or um, women may compare their husbands with another husband and I guess even possibly men men may compare their wife to what um, other wives may or may not be doing and I don't think it's necessarily wrong to to kind of do the examination but I think when it gets to the point where you may be I guess maybe sinning in some way against your spouse because maybe you feel like they don't meet up 
or maybe now you feel like you're sacrificing more so now you're feeling bitter and angry towards your spouse and letting that bitterness and anger um, build up to where now you want to get back at your spouse in whatever way you may choose for some people it may be withholding um you know intimacy for some people it may be being demanding possibly physically or verbally abusive in some cases um, and that's not to say that if someone is abusive that the other person is a cause but it's just saying that sometimes these things are related mm -hmm. and we have to look at you know we we look at the sacrifices that we both make when it comes to being in marriage and there are always going to be sacrifices that we make husbands the men as we sacrifice they make women be sacrificed they make especially if they look to have families and they want to for example homeschool so they have to make sacrifices in the way they manage their home wise who would sacrifice going off to work her own job to say I want to stay home with the children and raise them you know there's a big sacrifice being made and then you know it not it should not be something where you compete now people always say you know competition is always good and there's always good competition where we can have you know to try and better one another but that shouldn't happen in a marriage though because you're a team and you're you're working towards being one being one flesh so it's like saying am i competing with myself in a sense um and that could be i guess counterproductive to the end goal yeah, it should be, it'd be counterproductive to the end goal. Um, and, you know, there's no score points when it comes to who sacrifices more. Because if your, your end is to, to have a family that glorifies God and have a family that is one that raised your children to glorify God and want to be an example for them, then you can't be having a, you know, I did more than another, even though... A lot of people keep things in the back of their head and one of the worst things you can ever do is remind somebody well hey I did this and you didn't do that or I did this and I did this and that can always be problematic so people don't may not be keeping a score of who's sacrificing more but a lot of times we will keep things well I've done this or you know you didn't do that and they'll keep those things in the back of the head or almost like keeping a gun in a holster for when it's time to bring it up in some type of time of contention. And that is wrong. And that's something we should not do. Mm -hmm. And, and there's a fault that you know most families have about bringing things up because it may not be considered a sacrifice, but you'll be talking about how you've done more. This person have not done what they should have. And of course, we ought to keep each, one, each other accountable but there's a difference between accountability and then bringing up bullet points of how a person has failed or how you have done more than another. So how should we do that? How should we talk to one another so you're not trying to compare sacrifice or trying to compare what you had to do or what you, the other person did not do 
and yet still be able to get your point across okay. and not being so offensive and to the to your life partner and to the person who you say God has brought into your life and then now we're seem to be tearing each other apart to look at what somebody has done and what somebody has not done you know what's the between accountability and helping hmm. and we have to look at you know what does scripture say about certain things you know for the wives and husbands I mean we have even in the scriptures what the husband and wives should do in Ephesians 5 Right. So, so, so certain things, right? Like you said, the roles. So, some things are just this is my responsibility. And I know in every relationship, things are different because you sometimes think about, okay, well, the man is supposed to provide. And, and what exactly does that mean um, when we kind of think of providing? Typically, we think that the financial provision. Um, and taking care of the family in that way. But what if the husband is unable to? And I think that's something to think about. Um, and it really kind of takes us back even to looking at the principles that God has given us in like Proverbs and things like that. Because that's why when we think about the word of God, we could say all of it is useful. All of it is profitable because for me, now that I'm looking at things or trying to look at things more biblically, it, even in the situation where a man may say, um, or not that a man would say, but that the man is not able to um, physically provide maybe health issues or something like that. If we look at the principles in Proverbs that tells us to plan and prepare a man and a family that is planning and preparing and i'm speaking to us as well because you know these are things that we're working through because we want to honor god in all the things that we do so in the principles it tells us to plan and prepare if you're planning and preparing and of course we can't plan and prepare for everything but there are things that we can plan and prepare a man could still be a provider for his family, even in instances like that. And I think when we think about sacrifice, we got to think about, um, you know, what are you giving up? You know, um, kind of going back to last week's episode, it's like, what am I giving up? But at the same time, like you said, there's roles and responsibilities. So where does, I guess, the things that were supposed to do and then the things that we do out of our love and our care that we don't necessarily have to do but we do because of that love and care that we have for each other right even in John 15 13 it says greater love has no one than this that a person lay down his life for his friends mm. and we think of the love that spouses should have for one another you know, laying down one life, that could be unpacked in a lot of ways, not just mm -hmm. physically laying down your life and dying, right? but mm -hmm. laying down a lot of the things which made you, you, that you have harbored or that you have um, kept mm -hmm. in your life and laying those things down for, for the benefit of someone else. Mm -hmm. And we have to be mindful of that because even you know as I mentioned in 
Ephesians 5 when it talks about the wives and the husband's role mm-hmm. you know that the husband would love their wife like Christ loved the church mm. he and also laid down his life for the and church he, he physically laid down his life for the church but he gave so much of himself for the church mm. even prior to um, giving of his life right. you know and not only the things he done with the disciples so they could see him um, sacrifice of himself healing and and ministering and preaching and helping and talking to and counseling and do all those things right. and those are ways that you can lay down your life that you can not just look at your own worth or look at the things that you do but you know sometimes giving up those that that time that you would be doing for your own to mm. do something for someone else specifically your your wife and your family you know, that's interesting just hearing you kind of talking about the things jesus did for us um you know as far as the husbands being able to pour into the wife i know there's a number of husbands that you know they may be thinking that they're pouring into their wives um or they may not be pouring into the wives and their wives are really um really craving that really desiring that um and a lot of times what ends up happening is women just kind of go off on their own and figure out well i'll just get this on my own i'll go to these women groups i'll go to these women um sites online or things like that and you know the husband although he may not be doing his part what what exactly should be the role of the wife in a situation like that where the husband is not giving her um what she needs spiritually and ministering to her because we don't typically think of well what am i sacrificing here but this my this is my responsibility you know as far as what does god say and um in a situation like that what do you what do you think a wife should do well wives should ultimately i think what's been kind of a cornerstone of every episode which we've been talking about you know a wife in that situation should first pray um she should always go to god because that's who we should go to first when we have issues in our marriages <coughs> excuse me in our marriages um and then if she can she can go to somebody who is of authority if it's a sin issue if this is something where the person is sinning mm-hmm. then that's something we, we should look to the scriptures where we talk about what do we do in those situations going to somebody to get help in a situation and if that person don't get the help then going to our the elders of our church um if mm. it's if it's something where he's not so adequate so in, in what he's giving you then okay. hopefully that is a is somebody who you can communicate with because mm-hmm. communication is definitely key and even when it comes to this idea of sacrificing, you know, if you're talking to one another and you're letting each other know what you're doing and what you're trying to do in your marriage, as Janelle was saying, the long term, what is the end goal, mm-hmm. you know, if those things are being communicated, hopefully then there's an avenue where the wife or the husband, well, mainly talking about the wife because she's talking about being watered by the word from her husband, that she can then 
communicate those things in a way that she can show that her desire and need to to want to be led spiritually by her husband right and that's for some men it's a it's a difficult thing to do they haven't been taught that mm. and it's something which us as as men we have to step into a, that role even if it's a role which we're not we're not used to mm-hmm. even if it's something which we're maybe have some type of anxiety about mm. um you know this is like a type of sacrifice that needs to be made oh we think we don't have time or we might think we're doing enough by taking our families to church because i think when you don't fully understand the word or or know the word many people think hey i take my family to um worship service i take them to bible study at church a lot of people may just think that's fulfilling my role and in that goes back sense. to the point of you know people marking off well i did this i did a that. checklist yeah so that's something which we have to be mindful of not to do mm-hmm. um because well, I, it can hurt yeah. uh, hurt that relationship and right. we have to make sure that we're saying things that are that are edifying and that are lifting up to one another so that even in there's some type of issue we can bring those things up and not try and make it seem like hey well you know well, I did this because mm-hmm. then that's where the little seeds of um, discontentment and seeds of, of um, division, division yeah. happen. And, it's, and, it, and it breaks that unity that you're trying to have in a family. Right. Well, I did want to kind of interject with when we talk about if the issue is a sin. So if the Bible says, husbands, water your wives with the word, that, that, that just sounds like if you're not doing that, then you're going against what God is commanding us to do. And therefore, it is a sin issue. The other point I wanted to make is with when husbands are not watering their wives i would think they themselves are not being watered by the word you know because it kind of goes hand in hand if if you're you're in the word of god then i don't see how you could not water your wife for the word you know what i'm saying by just sharing what you're learning is watering your wife for the word. It's not like you have to go and create like a sermon or, or or a certain Bible study for her. She may be already doing that on her own or or other things, you know, because the the husband watering the wife with the word is not saying that the wife should not be seeking out the word on her own and reading and studying on her own. It just it's kind of like the husband being more of a, a, a covering and a, a leader in that. And also when you have children, um, helping to lead and guide in the home. Like I know for us, a lot of times I'll do studies with our kids, kind of like in the homeschool setting. But a lot of times I know you're there to kind of interject if you hear certain things, if I have questions and things like that. Um, but I think the watering of the wife kind of helps to build her up, um, just as you are being built up. And I think it also helps to bring us to be united more because we know we're united in the truth. Therefore, if we are both being united 
in the same truth we it brings more unity within the marriage right and it says this in Romans 6 12 to 14 therefore do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its lusts and do not go on presenting the members of your body to sin as instruments of unrighteousness but present yourselves to God as those alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. For sin shall not be the master over you, for you are not under law, but under grace. Um, if we are living lives that glorify God and presenting ourselves as instruments of righteousness, then that's one of the ways we can combat the things that can separate us from one another and the things that can then harm us giving of ourselves to our marriage mm -hmm. um, it has to be something that each person does the wife and the husband mm -hmm. and not just knowing your roles but but knowing who you are in Christ knowing who you are in a marriage and in a family mm -hmm. and being able to share that with one another and it can be very difficult we have jobs we have other responsibilities you have distractions we have distractions <laughs> we have our our hobbies and we have other things which always get in the way of us being able to um, do the things of god for our family but that's mm -hmm. where sacrifices are made and you know doesn't mean that you can't do anything and you have to just sacrifice 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 but you know a marriage without sacrifice what does that look like you know mm -hmm. if there is no sacrifice in the marriage right because sacrifice we, we could say is tied for to love when we look at christ did what he did he did that sacrifice because of his love for us um in the same way we could look at the sacrifices we do um for one another for our families as as a sign of our love for them but I, I guess being very careful about not just saying, well, I'm doing this, I'm sacrificing, um, you know, because I guess some people may say, for instance, okay, I'm, I'm a parent, so I might be the husband and I'm sacrificing because I'm doing five jobs um, to, to, to give my family all that they want and things like that. And when we kind of look biblically, there's nothing wrong with having five jobs although logically or practically five jobs would mean that well for one you probably are not dedicating any time to the lord you're not dedicating any time to fellowship you're most likely not training up your kids and spending time with them so for someone and i'm using five jobs i mean i'm sure there's somebody out there with five jobs but that was kind of the extreme but to the the um, extent that you're saying, well, I'm giving up this to do this. You really want to look at, am I disobeying things of the, the, the word of God? Because I want to sacrifice because in my mind, I have this goal of what I want to do for my family. Um, and, and going about it in a way that I think is right. Well, for one, we should always be prayerful about the things we do. And this is something I've grown in because um, I didn't necessarily always do that. A lot of times we pray more so when things start getting um, not going our ways, but we should always be prayerful. And one thing I would say is 
that's why I really connected with you when we started to get to know each other was the prayers that you prayed with and for me. Um, it, it drew me to you. And, you know, th that's something that's really important to me in our relationship is the prayers that you pray for me, the family, um, and us praying with each other. I feel like that's, um, that draws us closer, um, to each other. And that's a way of showing that you care. And although for some people, oh, a prayer might be simple, but in reality, how many people are really praying? Like outside of, okay, God bless my meal, or maybe, you know, thank you, Jesus, I woke up and, you know, maybe a good night prayer type of thing. Um, how many of us are really coming to the Lord in prayer, submitting ourselves um, to him, giving him thanks and praise um, and submitting all our requests to him? I don't, I don't think we do it enough, um, but when we think about who God is and what he's done for us and what he's continually doing for us and who, who he is for us, that we should be trusting and depending on him. Um, I guess that probably is something to think about as we think about trusting and sacrificing. We should always have Christ in mind and the word of God in mind. Right. And that's um, something that really should help us to unify our families and to draw us closer to one another as we draw closer to Christ. And hopefully that is something which it will allow us to give of ourselves and to do for one another because Christ has done so much for us. And that mm -hmm. should always be our, our litmus test. You know, what has Christ done? Mm -hmm. And that should then lead us to want to follow him. Because even in Matthew 16, 24, it says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Mm -hmm. So that's the, one of the greatest things they had to do. They had to leave all that they'd known and loved to follow Christ. They had mm -hmm. to leave not only their jobs, they had to leave families. They had to leave friends to follow Christ, but what they would gain would be something that's insurmountable and, and unmeasurable. Right. And ultimately, if we say we're Christians and we are husbands and wives and his family and we're building so we can glorify God and to showcase his gospel to those whom we love and those we don't know, then that means we have to make sacrifices for we already have been giving such a gift mm -hmm. um, from him. Right. So for us then to um, lay down our lives mm -hmm. so that we can live for him, even in our marriages and even in our um, raising of our families and being in our neighborhoods, that's something which we should desire to do. And it's going to take time and it's going to take work. Um, mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's going to be, we have to make um, proper sacrifices for. And like you say, every sacrifice is different. And every sacrifice is not going to be honoring to God. We had to find sacrifice right, that's going to be right. honoring God, to God. Um, because there's even a, a verse in Proverbs 15, 8, which says the sacrifice of the wicked 
is an abomination unto the Lord, mm. but the prayer of the upright is his delight. So we want we don't want to give like the wicked in our sacrifices. We don't want to give those type of things which are selfish, but we want to give those things which are uplifting and that are um, righteous, righteous <laughs> and are unifying um, in our families and in our communities. Right. So and it, your your family's sacrifices shouldn't look like ours or shouldn't necessarily look like your, your pastors or your neighbors but you going through the word of god understanding the word of god understanding his principles his commands um and looking at your life um the good thing is that we have freedom in christ to make decisions in our lives but we should always 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 um present them to the lord asking him for wisdom and and running all the things that we desire to do by the word of god and through god in prayer right so you know going back to the topic of this particular message you know you know there is no winner or loser when it comes to being sacrificed we should be giving of our of ourselves mm -hmm. for our family and there's not one who should be giving more than the other other for we both should be giving freely and and actively and and as, as not keeping score right right and, and, <laughs> and as and as much as possible because ultimately when you look at our marriage husband and wives we are one mm -hmm. and so it's not that i'm giving we're giving so when we're one sacrifice we both are making sacrifices mm -hmm. and hopefully that we can be as um first peter 2 5 says when it says you also as living stones are being built up as a spiritual house for a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices that are acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So that's what we want. We want our sacrifices to be made unto the Lord and that we can be um, we can be seen and we can be standing on as being as living living stones who's glorifying the chief cornerstone. Right. who is Christ and and building we, up each and continue to build up and continue to build one another and continue to um, chisel away the things which are breaking our families apart mm. and building so that our families and our marriages can be set on a sure foundation Amen. that will continue to be a blessing not only just to our nuclear family here right. but to other families that we come in contact from those in our local churches to the community and to the nation at large mm -hmm. so we definitely hope that you enjoyed this episode of a love worth dying for podcast um we are on multiple platforms check us out there and also make sure to like share and subscribe wherever you see our podcast for a love worth dying for and we want you to be mindful that next week you know we will be celebrating not only our anniversary but we're looking to um, reach a thousand plays for our podcast we're getting there and that's a, a, a type of a bar we're trying to set for ourselves you have anything else to say about that um we we have about 141 plays to go till we reach a thousand right. total plays so not bad, not bad. I think mm -hmm. with the amount of people that are following our Facebook page and the amount of people following our um, 
what is it called instagram page right. that we could definitely reach that if you've been listening um we encourage you to share your favorite episodes with other people um we encourage you to listen to episodes that you haven't had a chance to listen to yet and we also um encourage you to re-listen um to episodes that really really was helpful to you and um a blessing to you and we pray that these episodes will continue to um bless people that it will continue to encourage people not only um in in their relationships with their marriages but also just in their greater love and desire um for god his word and um loving others right so definitely make sure to listen to those episodes make sure and share them um make sure to uh tell other people about what we're doing for a love we're dying for podcast and if you wish to donate to our podcast you can do that on on the um anchor uh app or you can do that on coffee so thank you for checking out a love worth dying for we hope to give you episodes and great content week by week. So for Love Worth Dying For, this is Joseph. And Janelle Banks. Have a great day. God bless. Thank you for listening to a Love Worth Dying For podcast. We hope you were encouraged, educated, and blessed by the show. Hope to see you back again on our next episode. You can check us out on Twitter at love worth dying for or email us at a love worth dying for at gmail.com so until next time grace peace and love to the glory of god